Welcome to the Get Out of Your Own Damn Way podcast, hosted by Creelan Peters, the fear whisperer of Creelan.com. Listen in as Creelan interviews powerful people who have tamed their fears, embraced their greatness, and gotten out of their own damn way. And now, Creelan Peters. Hi, and welcome to the Get Out of Your Own Damn Way podcast. I'm your host, Creelan Peters, the fear whisperer. Today, I welcome Monique Alamadine to the show, and I'm so excited because we are really getting international on this show. I um, Last week was someone from the U.K., and today we have Monique all the way from Australia. So before I bring her on, let me just tell you a little bit more about her. Monique is a Zen Hustle mentor and an intuitive business coach to ballsy, soul-fueled, and heart-driven entrepreneurial women who want to build a business that ignites passion to entice Profit. She helps blend hustle and flow using a mix of ancient wisdom, strategy, and bad assery. When she's not writing or coaching, you'll most likely find her drinking herbal tea through a glass straw, trying to hula hoop and dreaming of ways to inject more sparkle and love as she hustles about her day. So welcome, Monique, to the podcast. Thank you, Krilla. It's so lovely to be here. Yes, I'm so excited to have you. I Like I told my uh, listeners last week, we are like just getting even more of a, a bigger reach, which was my whole uh, goal for this show because I just want to reach more people and help more people through the power of sharing our story. So I'm so excited that you could join us. And, and uh, we are on different days right now. You're on the next day, so... <laughs> Yes, that's right. <laughs> we are crossing a lot of international time zones here. So this is, this is the power of community. Yeah. <laughs> so I so I love your your introduction here, and and I love the words that you have in there. It's it's so so um, image filled, which is is so wonderful. And I'm so excited to share you today with my audience and. I would love for you to to share more about your story and how you've learned to get out of your own damn way. And let me just say, I love the whole get out of your own damn way. It's just so up my alley, so good on you. I love this. Oh, wonderful. Yay. So how do I get out of my own damn way? Well, (laughs) um, I think that started with... It's been a long journey, let me just say that. But I, I think um, there was a lot of self-sabotage along the way, a lot of stopping and starting, um, a lot of you know, breakdowns and breakthroughs. But the final breakthrough for me was when I actually let go and let God. And that's one of my favorite sayings. Mm-hmm. So I reached a point in just in life and in business where it was just too much for me to carry anymore. I, I was struggling, I was pushing and pushing, you know, to make shit happen and let's go and let's do this and, you know, all the hype that goes with it. Mm-hmm. And so it was a constant all or nothing, all or nothing. Yeah. All that was just a constant theme in my life. And so what started, I guess, the, the, the beginning of it was uh, losing my sister-in-law mm-hmm. who died to cancer. And then I actually stopped and went within and I, you know, deactivated my Facebook. I just went, there was too much noise happening. I just, Mm -hmm. I needed to hear my own voice again. I was getting lost in everything. And I discovered 
the moon. I know that sounds really weird to say when I say it out loud, but <laughs> I discovered the power of the moon, I should say. Mm-hmm. Um, and I started to really get into, tap into its magic. And it was just unbelievable when you start to align with the moon. Because I've always been very spiritual, mm-hmm. but um, I've always I've also been very kind of let's go, let's do this, let's make this shit happen. And the struggle for me was blending the two together, mm-hmm. and that's kind of where Zen Hustler was born as well. Because I like to get out there and do stuff, but you know what? I'm just as happy, you know, meditating and, and balancing my chakras and working with crystals and you know all that kind of stuff. So I love a mix of two together. But it, it, I had a different picture of it. I wasn't that soft, flowy, feminine, you know, dresses and all that kind of stuff. Um, but I was still just as spiritual as the next person. Mm-hmm. So it was blending with two together. And I found using the moon cycle actually helped me to do that because the first half of the moon cycle is yeah, the hustle part. And the second half is the flow, you know, when it's waning. So that went really well. I started to align even my cycles with the moon. I went from not having, you know, periods for six months to down to every two months. So life was really going, you know, really good for me in that sense. And then it reached like another level. So you know when you kind of hit that upper level limit and you need to break through. So there was a breakdown there. And I realized that I was trying to control everything. Mm-hmm. I wasn't just letting it happen. As much as I was flowing, I wasn't letting it happen. And heart-wrenching moments where I literally let go and I said, God, this is in your hands. And every time I would feel myself getting angry or upset or not to say that anger is a bad thing because it's it's warranted, but I think when it goes on for too long, it's really detrimental to your growth. Mm -hmm. So I let go. I totally, when I say let go, I let go. And every time I would try and take control again, I would say, God, this is in your hands. Do with it as you will. Mm-hmm. And and I found that I got more answers and I got more clarity and I actually got out of my own damn way <laughs> because I let God I let God and I've always been a big believer in letting things go and and handing it over to God but I got so into my head that I was trying to control everything and I think it's when you let go and allow things to happen while still taking action that's when the magic happens. I'm sorry, yeah. I've gone on a little bit probably too long, but I had to oh, sort of... Oh, not at all, no. The gist of it. No, it's, it's wonderful. And I what came to my mind is um, you're like a spiritual hustler. <laughs> yeah, and I love that word. Mm-hmm. Yes. No, I think that... And that's great. And I... I don't know a ton about the moon. All I know is that when Mercury is in retrograde, I just, like, things happen. <laughs> So yes. I, I know yes. I, I know enough to know certain things, but I haven't studied the moon, so it's so great. I haven't had anyone on the show who knows or who has talked a lot about that. So it's really great to to hear more about that and have like the waxing and the waning. That makes so much sense to me because I felt those cycles of um, extreme creativity and productivity, and then all of a sudden it kind of like crashes. Um, and I, it's like the ebb and flow, um, and I used to get really upset about that because I was also trying to control things, but I have learned um, in my own ways to um, yeah. to be okay with that. And just it's just part of the process. It doesn't mean that the creativity is gone. It doesn't mean that the productivity is gone. It just means that we're in a different cycle of that process. 
Yeah, absolutely. And able to sort of forward plan a little bit more too. Because mm-hmm. I find that emotionally I'd be on a, on a roller coaster and I wouldn't understand why. Um, so it just adds more balance. And I mean, I haven't even scratched the surface with the lunar stuff, like I said, because it's just been a natural progression. So I haven't sort of been mentored by anybody or, or taught the proper way, which I probably, you know, do want to take it to another level. But, you know, just for my own learnings, it's just been amazing. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I can imagine. I, I And I would think that, that just knowing that natural cycle has helped um, with the way that you live and the way that you work. Yeah, so I call it my lunar business model, and that's basically ah. what I sort of help my clients with as well. Nice. Well, that makes a lot of sense to me. So... And, and you mentioned a lot of things that were getting in your way, too. I, I, I love the, the vulnerability and the honesty, too, because, you know, a lot of us can really relate to that self-sabotage and stopping and starting and the breakdown to break through and and just that struggle push the resistance. Um, and you also mentioned the all or nothing. Like, it's like, oh, my gosh, there's just so much here, <laughs> you know, so many things. But I can personally relate to all of them. I have been through all of them. I know a lot of my clients and students have gone through those things and and so it's very relatable it's 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 not anything to be um hiding. I think a lot of us when we are struggling or going through a tough time, we just kind of um fold up and, and kind of shut things out um which can be helpful. Too, but it's also helpful to shed light and to talk about it and to bring it out into the open because we're not alone in that. Absolutely. And it's, you know, it's, it's shattering these facades because I know from myself coming from a corporate background, it's all, you know, smiles and, you know, everything's great and everything's just wonderful <laughs> and it's perfect and it's so damn not. <laughs> right. And so for me, it's been about breaking down that facade, being more vulnerable, showing people, you know, that you're, you know, you're watching people's show reels. You're not watching their everyday real life stuff. And that's my main focus for this year is to, you know, crack open that facade even further and share with people what's going on in my world mm-hmm. because I think it's really important not only for connection and relatability because I don't want women to feel alone, like they're the yeah. only person going through that and they're not. Right. Oh, yeah, it's it's so important for us to know that and to have others that we can relate to. And that's, you know, one of the biggest reasons that I created this show was to allow people kind of a little sneak peek into the lives of those of us who have some sort of success in our business because it, it comes at not having been so successful in our business or in our lives. I mean, if there's always something that we go through to get to the next level, it doesn't matter if you are, you know, what level of business you're at, whether you have a business or not, you know, everyone, every walk of life, every culture, we all have our own path and our own journey to go through, and we all face very similar types of um, lessons to learn. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And that that's the thing. It's about breaking down those barriers. I mean, I know when I first started in the coaching world back in, I think it was 02 or 03, um, there was still a level of 
uh, the guru client mentality. And even mm-hmm. up to a couple of years ago, whereas I think that it's important for your clients to know that you're not the guru, <laughs> that they have the answers. Yeah. You're just maybe five steps ahead. Right. Or ten steps ahead or three yeah. steps ahead or whatever the case may be. But I think we're smashing through that guru client thing, which is really important because I'm no better than you and you're no better than me. Mm-hmm. It's just that we've had different life experiences mm-hmm. and we may have moved ahead a little bit quicker than each other. That's probably all it is, really. I totally agree. And I talk about this so much with people and it's come up with other guests on the show about that, you know, where and, and I think it also is um, can be a struggle for those of us who are um, who have clients and who work with people in, in a healing kind of a way because we sometimes feel oh my gosh I'm not quote unquote perfect I don't have everything down I sometimes still struggle myself and I have challenges this is something that I've been trying to shed light on over the last year with my writing and with my speaking is that healers don't have all the answers. We are human. We go through the same things. It's just like you said, we may uh, just be a couple steps further along the path. So we are reaching our hand back to help other people and we're also reaching our hand forward to get help from others who are further along. So it's it's just this continuum of helping people on either side of that continuum. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And this is what I want every woman to realize is that they have their own unique skill set and their mm-hmm. own unique gifts that they need to bring to the world as well. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not exclusive and it's not limited to special people. It's, everybody has these gifts. They just need to tap into them a little bit more, whether it's you know, their spiritual gifts, whether it's you know, um, you know, fun stuff, whether it's business stuff, whatever it may be. There's right. something for everyone. Like one of my clients I was speaking to is a singing, uh, is a singer, and you know she wants to help women, you know, find their own voice and sing as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's there's something there for everybody to learn from. It doesn't have to be just business related or just spiritual. Or it's not black and white. So many, you know, shades yeah. of gray in there. There, there definitely are. And just as a quick aside, I would love to talk with your client because I also am a singer songwriter and I do a lot of speaking and have created a program on using that for healing. Um, so I, that's just actually that's a fun fact. My audience may or may not know that about me. It depends on how 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 long they've been with me. <laughs> Oh but, wow! Um, but yeah, I, I'm one of those people who has a lot of a lot of things going on. But um, it, it is so important to to realize that I think so many people get in this thought of, um, and this is what I teach through my work with creativity as well, is that people think that they're not creative, and creativity yes. um, is not about art arts. It's about the way we think and the way that we allow things to flow and how we solve everyday problems. This is how I teach it to people. And just like with your client, that, that's a specific artistic expression, which is absolutely awesome, but everyone yeah. has something within them that they have to offer that is creative. It may just not be creative in the traditional sense. Yeah, exactly. Yep, that's so true. And I found even when I never used to think I was creative at all, even though I love writing, 
mm-hmm. but I went through a bit of a patch where I couldn't write and had to get back to basics, like, you know, things like, um, you know, pulling out paints with my little girl and painting like a child, mm-hmm. you know, that really stimulated writing even when I didn't know what I was going to write. Even literally writing a hundred times, I don't know what to write, I don't know what to write, I don't know what to write. <laughs> and then eventually writing a blog post about how to, you know, unblock writer's block, you know. Mm-hmm. So out of that, you know, came out of, out of that block came a blog post out of it. So it's persevering. Yeah. And that's where the hustle comes into it. You know, a lot of spiritual people look at it as a really negative, dirty word. And, you know, hustling to me is just creating something out of nothing. It's mm-hmm. making shit happen. It's just doing the work. Yeah. And that's what, you know, creativity, I think, and I was under that misconception years ago, was that it's supposed to just come to you. Well, bloody well doesn't. <laughs> it's something that you've got to, <laughs> it's something you've got to cultivate. You've got to actually, you know, put the time in to nurture it. Yeah. Yeah, you know, look at beautiful sights and, you know, be in nature. And my favorite thing is tree hugging. That's like my most favorite <laughs> thing in the world. So, you know, there's nice. other ways to, ways to stimulate that creativity. Right, right. There's um, uh, Elizabeth Gilbert, the author, did yes. a wonderful TED Talk on, um, it's called The Elusive Creative Genius. And I posted it on my blog. I posted it on social media. Like, I post it everywhere because... What she talks about as far as um, her creative process is that she's a writer. She shows up every single day to write, and it, it doesn't always mean that she's writing something brilliant, but she shows up. And yes. there's also a, a wonderful quote, um, and I forget who it's by, about, um, you know, if you want to be a writer, write. If you want to be a painter, paint. So it's sometimes we get so caught up in what things, what we expect them to look like, what we think they should look like, that we forget that by just simply being and doing, we are yes. creating things into existence. Yes. I totally agree with that. <laughs> it is showing up, isn't it? Absolutely. It is. It absolutely is. I, I love it. I feel like we're like on this, spiritual badass journey right now, Monique. Yeah, I'm loving it. <laughs> Getting all philosophical. I love with the same energy. It's I great. know, I do too. It's wonderful. So The thing is, and this is where what I find with um, what I'm finding a lot, I mean, it's, it's coming together a lot more now, but on the spectrum I find there's the woo-woo side on one side and the really, you know, badasses on the other side. <laughs> And my goal is to just blend both worlds together because I think extremes on either side don't work. We need the masculine and feminine energy in everything we do. It just can't override each other, that's all. So I think that blending the two together is that happy little medium that we're we're actually talking about today. Like where the energy, the vibe that's going on is the blending of both worlds and that's what a Zen hustler is. It's, you know, that woo-woo stuff mm-hmm. and bringing in the hustle to make it happen so it's not sitting there waiting for something to happen because you're visualizing it and saying your affirmation. It's <laughs> taking the action. <laughs> oh, my gosh. that That's hilarious. I <laughs> can't even tell you because I, I talk about that so much with people. It's like you can want all you want, but if you're not doing something about it it's it's you know it's just a wish 
Yeah. So, oh my gosh, that is that is awesome. I, I love that, and I just I love that whole Zen hustle thing. I think that blending. I feel like I'm a bridge to both sides as well because I yeah. the way that I think I, I think on both sides of my brain equally well. Um, although I do notice the older I get, the more right brain creative I tend to be and a little more like I don't want rules or structure. Yes. Um, however, <laughs> I do yes, know how to is. live within that world, yeah. And so I speak both languages. I can speak the woo-woo and I can speak the um, the analytical kind of um, lefty brain kind of speak as well. And so yeah. I, I love meeting other people because it is a very rare skill. You know, when you have something that you do that you just kind of do and that you didn't really have to work at, it's hard to remember that it's not necessarily how other people do things. And so I so appreciate meeting other people who can straddle both lines as well. Yeah, no, I hear what you're saying. And and great point about um, things that come naturally to you, not realizing that they don't come so naturally to other people. Mm -hmm. And I think as entrepreneurs as well and as coaches, we sometimes take our own skills for granted. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that's really important to be able to acknowledge and go, well, you know, this is valuable and I need to share it. And that's sadly what a lot of women don't do they kind of dismiss and I, and I have done and I probably still do mm-hmm. in some ways but yes yeah, it's, it's a really good point yes um, what, I, what I've learned my own painful way is that the things <laughs> where I'm like well duh doesn't everyone know that no yep. that's what I need to teach <laughs> yes yep. so that's my advice yes. to all, everyone out there listening is if you have something that you say all the time, that you see all the time, that you comment on all the time, that other people don't really get, that's where your brilliance is. That's yep. where you have a, a direct connection to divine intervention, and that's yep. your message. Oh, my gosh. Wow. I, that, I've been wondering how to... To articulate that for a while now, so well there um, you go. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! We're in the flow. Yay! Yes, I love it. I love it. <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, how many how many topics have we covered so far? We still have we still have a few minutes left, but I'm like, oh my gosh! So I feel like we just did a marathon here. I know, right? That's what happens when you're in flow. I Synchronicity, know. connecting, <laughs> conversation flows. It's fantastic. It is fantastic. So I would love to hear more about kind of the moon cycle stuff that that you that you've come across and how you incorporate that. Yeah, so basically um what happens is so the new moon so it starts off with a dark moon. And then the new moon, which is like the, the waxing crescent, the first part of the moon. So the dark moon is about really, um, it's more, I guess, about reflection. Mm-hmm. And then the new moon itself is about setting your intention. So it's mm-hmm. about, you know, think about what you want to create for that month. Mm-hmm. Um, and then what happens is you also need to then write an action plan. So if, let's say, for example, you want to feel successful. You want to feel accomplished. So it's about, you know, how you want to feel that month. And then the second part of it is the action plan itself. Mm-hmm. So basically, it, it basically just runs through that. So you've got your new moon, then you've got your waxing crescent moon, you've got your first quarter, um, then you've got the full moon, 
um, sorry, before that you've got the waxing gibbous, which is just leading into the full moon, and then you've got the waning gibbous, which is the disseminating, so when the moon starts to wane, then you've got your third porter, and then you've got the last part of it, which is the balsamic. Now, each phase of that, I use them like checkpoints. Mm-hmm. So the intention that you set at the beginning of the month basically leads you through the way. So so it's kind of like, once again, it is that hustle and flow thing where you've got a bit of sort of process. You know, you balance using both, you know, left and right brain. You've got the, mm-hmm. the process there and the system, if you like, and then you've got the flow side of it because you're using, you know, in, intuitively and you're, you're using your feelings and your emotions and, you know, thinking about what you want, what makes your heart sing. Mm-hmm. So it's about balancing those two together and I find using that process brings the two together beautifully and keeps you on track because you've got eight different checkpoints. Yeah. Well, that sounds amazing to me. That, that sounds like, like the roadmap to success. <laughs> Honestly, it's the most simplistic method, but it really is the roadmap to success. It's mm-hmm. so, it's one of the simplistic ways of doing business that I've ever done, but the most effective and the most soul nurturing mm-hmm. because you feel connected. Yeah. And that's the most important thing, connecting. Right, right, absolutely. And and to have the, that kind of an understanding of where you are in each one of those phases, um, or, or or the lessons to be learned, or the things to focus on, um, it, it sounds like what a powerful way to run a business or to yeah. set a goal and to achieve a goal. Because, like you said, you have those eight checkpoints, and, and you're able to kind of check in and see, well, this is the reflective time, so we shouldn't be pushing too much, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And the thing is, because you know this coming up, like reflective times are coming up, you kind of like forward planning. So let's say, for example, the last week or so, you're just taking time out, you're reflecting. You know, the week before, you might want to create a whole set of blog posts, for example, or your social media calendar, like, you know, pre-schedule it or something. But the point is you've got time to pre-plan and you know you're going into this. You know, your launches, all that kind of stuff. There's a way of forward planning things. Mm -hmm. So once you connect to that, the planetary stuff, you find that everything flows a little bit more. Yeah, that sounds great. Not not a little bit more, a lot more. A lot more, yeah. I I can totally see that. And I I, I think that... um, uh, like I'm saying, this is like all completely new to me. Um, so I'm just like, oh my gosh, this is so exciting. And I, I know for me, I've learned how to read my own energy flow and oh, wow. to kind of go with where my energy takes me. And I was just going to ask him, like, did we did something just happen with the moon today? Because all of a sudden, I I am not in the same place that I was the last two days like I am somewhere completely different today <laughs> well <laughs> <my energy>. um, <laughs> Mercury retrograde is January yeah. 5th to January 25th that would explain it <laughs> so that yeah that has a has a little bit of an impact the Mercury retrograde is more about communication and stuff like that like being really clear with you know, what it is that you want. I found that I sort of experienced that as well, that you still know where you're headed and what you're doing, but it's kind of like it's made you stop and re-reflect, if you like, Mm -hmm. even though you know exactly where you're going, who you are and what you're going to do. It might be, it might have made you stop Mm -hmm. and just go, 
hmm, what's going on here? What's happening yeah. right now? So it's almost like a reevaluation. Yes. But it's yes. nothing to be afraid of because I know there's some a lot of negative stuff with Mercury retrograde. There's mm-hmm. things that you need to be aware of. You know, technology. Make sure you're backing up yourself. You know, when you're having a conversation with somebody, um, make sure that you know you're clear with what you're saying, especially in writing. So it's it's little things like that to be aware of. Yes, absolutely. And and I I I love though the roadmap that you have there. I think that that's helpful because I I know it's taken me a long time to be able to kind of read my own cycles and to not fight them because when um like I woke up this morning thinking um uh, so every morning I, I wake up and I do meditation and I I set my intention for the day. And uh this morning I just even wasn't I didn't even believe myself when I was setting my intention. <laughs> Wow. I'm like, yeah. And so then I changed it, and I said, today I'm just going to allow whatever happens, and I am not going to expect too much for myself because it's just one of those days where my mind is not quite as sharp. And so mm-hmm. um, I, I, I was sharing with you before we we um, started the show that I've been doing a lot of uh, video recording lately, and and I was like, I should not be in front of a camera today. <laughs> That yep. would not be a good idea. <laughs> yep. Yep. So. And you're owning it, and that's beautiful because it's when you stuff it away that, you know, life gets really difficult. But when it's like, this is where I'm at and this is what I'm feeling and, and you know, shit happens. And, you know, the whole world's not going to collapse because you're feeling that way. But nope. it is what it is. So good on you for owning it. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I've learned, like I said, the hard way. When you when when I try to push through, when I'm just not feeling it, then either it takes me five times longer to do it or yep. the result is not anywhere near where it needs to be or a combination of both. So then I've wasted yeah. time and I don't get the results I want. So... Um, sometimes deadlines get missed, but it's yeah. better to not push than to meet a deadline sometimes. <laughs> yeah, and we're also on the, it's, it's waning right now, so we're kind of at that, that last balsamic phase. There's a new moon coming up in a few nights. Mm-hmm. So this is the time where you're kind of slowing down and reflecting and, um, you know, self-care, you know, Epsom salt yeah. baths and, you know, just self-love and self-care right now and just, just honor where you're at. Yes, absolutely. Well, I can't believe how quickly this half hour went by. Yeah. Like the blink right. of an eye. Like the blink, like a quarter moon. <laughs> <laughs> it's just gone. It's just gone. Um, so before we end, Monique. when you're having fun for sure. I know it does. Uh, so I want to make sure that people know how to get in touch with you if they want to know more about your, let me see, what did you say, your lunar business model um, or the hustle and flow, or the zen hustle, all that good stuff. So share with everyone how they can get in touch with you. Okay, so you'll find me at zenhustler.com and across social media you'll find me at Facebook, which is Zen Hustler as well, Instagram, I'm Zen Hustle. Um, and Twitter and Zen Hustler. If you go to zenhustler.com, you can actually sign up for my free Lady Hustle Planner. And that's the planner that I use every single day, and it gives you a snapshot 
of where you're at and what you need to focus on for the day and not just the this is what I have to do. It's intention for the day. It's your affirmations. It's your goals. It's where the planets are. So it's, you know, there's no thinking. It's You start your day, you map it all out and it's done. You've got a reference point to go back to and it's just one page, which I love, simplicity. So if you go to, that's the direct link to that is zenhustler.com forward slash lady hustle planner. But yeah, you can just go to zenhustler.com. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much. And I just also want to ask you if you have any last-minute tips that you want to share with everyone about how to get out of your own damn way. The, the, probably the, the most basicest of rules is really, and I love it, I know Nike, you know, have trademarked it, but it's just do it. <laughs> I find that so many times overthinking and thinking about you're planning it, planning everything. This is what I'm going to do, and I'm going to do it like this, and I'm going to launch. No, it doesn't work like that. Just share your message every day, and everything just platforms from there. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much, Monique, for um, for joining us from Down Under today. It's a pleasure. Wonderful. And thank you all for listening to the Get Out of Your Own Damn Way podcast Be sure to stay tuned for more powerful interviews of people who've learned to get out of their own damn way. Thanks so much for listening. You've been listening to the Get Out of Your Own Damn Way podcast with Creelan Peters, the Fear Whisperer. Join us next time for more inspirational stories and leave a review on iTunes. You can also find us at creelan.com slash podcast. That's K-R-Y-L-Y-N dot com slash podcast. And get even more great tips on how to get out of your own damn way by taking Creelan's free quiz at creelan.com slash quiz. That's K-R-Y-L-Y-N dot com slash quiz. Thanks for tuning in.